Podcasters, it's On the Shelf, the podcast that celebrates all of the young adult novels that we love on our shelves. Presented by the Teen Advisory Board of NC Raleigh's Quail Ridge Books, the home for all of your literary needs. Hey everyone, and welcome back to On the Shelf, the young adult podcast where we talk all about young adult books, or we just talk about books that we think that young adults like us would enjoy. And today we are going to do just that. We are going to be giving a reading list for books uh, in the spirit of Mother's Day that have themes about motherhood or that we read with our moms or that we just think that you guys should read this Mother's Day. And at the end, we'll also include a little bit of a few books Um, that go with Star Wars inspired. It's completely different um, Mother's Day than Star Wars, but we're going with it, a mismatch of things because there's May the 4th, which is Star Wars Day. And so we felt like we couldn't just just walk past that and not give a little highlight of some Star Wars themed books. So with that, we are going to start this episode off with our on the shelf or on our shelf segment where we tell you guys all the books we're reading lately um, or that we just read and what we thought about them and we're going to do that and we've got a small group of tab members today only three of us so we are just going to get get this episode started with our on our shelf segment. Um, hi, everyone. I'm Caroline, and I'm currently reading um, the Book Club Book of the Month, which is the fifth season, and it's really good, but I realized today that I'm not going to be able to go to the book club meeting, which is a shame because it's really good, so I recommend. Um, I'm also, or I'm Taylor, and I always forget to say that, and I am also reading the fifth season, And I'm really enjoying it. And I'm not usually a fantasy person, not usually like a science fiction fantasy, but I feel like this is sort of broadening my horizons in a good way. That's cool. Hey guys, I'm Elise and I'm not reading the book club pick. I feel like I should be, but I'm not. This this month I'm reading a book called A Midsummer's Equation. I think that's what it's called. I just started it. It's like an adult murder mystery, I think. So a little bit out of my comfort zone with genres, but my mom recommended it. So that kind of goes with our Mother's Day theme. Um, And I'm enjoying it so far. I've only read a chapter or so. So we'll see how I like it as I continue it. But that's what I'm reading. Okay, so we can just get right into this where we talk about our Mother's Day book reading list and we have chosen a lot of different books from a lot of different vibes that we got from Mother's Day. Um, We chose books that have mother themes or that even have parent themes maybe or just things that would be good to read on Mother's Day, books that we read with our moms. It can just be kind of a mishmash of whatever you thought of So I am going to pass it on to our first tab member if anyone wants to start us off with this and then we can just go around and and chat about the books that we chose. So um, I mainly had books that I read with my mom but I had also some that were about 
motherhood and mother-daughter relationship. And the first one, I feel like several people have actually recommended this in the last couple of weeks with the mother-daughter book club series, which is yes for kids. I know, but it's so sweet and it just makes me so happy inside. And it reminds me of my childhood. And it's just, I don't know, it's really sweet, especially if you're into books, because then it's like you're learning about books too and enjoying them. I love, I actually, I really like books that sort of have that vibe where you've got like stuff centered around a book club. I've actually read several that are like that. It's fun because then it's sort of like, feel it, it feels like you're in a book club discussion, but also reading at the same time, which is kind of a book lover's dream, I guess, because you're both simultaneously discussing it and reading it. So, um, Let's see, another one uh, is, it's not YA, but it was one of my favorite books. It's called Hannah's Daughters. And it's this story, okay, so it's set in, I think the author is Swedish or Norwegian. It's set somewhere in that area of the world. Uh, you're gonna have to fact check me because I probably got the wrong country. So sorry about that. But um, the premise is it's this woman who's going back to this like sort of rural area that her mother who is like dying at the moment of uh, or just sort of old age um, that she grew up in and that her grandmother before her grew up in and it's sort of um, it's interesting because it switches between the perspective of the grandmother the mother and the daughter um, like at different periods in their life like the the grandmother it's like her childhood and the mom it's like her childhood and the daughter it's her current um, situation and it's really interesting especially because it sort of talks about how um, like children have the tendency to think that they know better than their parents and that they're more progressive and more enlightened because they're the current generation and sort of showing that they don't really know the full story and that they don't see like the struggle that their parents have been through and, like the things that their parents have done not just for them but also just as a person living in the world which is cool. Um, and I really enjoyed it. And then another one that I read was called, uh, oh yes, um, it's called Left Neglected. It is also not um, a YA book and it's not like specifically centered around um, motherhood, but it's a really, really strong theme. Like when I looked up books about motherhood online, this is one of the first ones that came up and I was like, oh yeah, I guess it is. So it's um, this woman who is in a car accident that um, gives her this really, really um, rare illness where it's like she cannot see, like her entire left side of her brain function sort of just like shuts down. Like she can really only do things with like on the right side. Um, and it's like a very rare illness, but it's, it's about that too, but it's also a lot about um, her like learning to parent who's also like a woman it's um motherhood is not like the only theme in the book but a really strong theme is that while she's recovering from the illness it's kind of a wake-up call to her to sort of like figure out a more healthy way to be a mom but also have a career because it's like the the reason the accident happens is very much like her being very stressed out that day and like trying to get somewhere and da -da -da -da. and it's kind of her wake-up call to like reassess how to be like a present parent that's also healthy herself and it's just a really nice book um and then of course for the maybe 20th time I'm going to recommend Little Fires Everywhere because 
motherhood and it's just great <laughs> and I don't know I mean there's actually kind of a lot of mother-daughter relationship but I mean you think of Mia and um whatever the daughter's name is it's been a while since I've read this book but whatever um because they really definitely have the strongest relationship but then there's also kind of a nice parallel between like what a good mother-daughter relationship is and what a bad one is when you sort of compare Izzy and her mom's relationship to Mia and her daughter's relationship and so you get kind of a nice parallel there and I just I like it it's kind of like a darker version of Gilmore Girls that's what I saw their relationship like not the whole book but just their relationship sort of reminded me of that a little bit um and then as for the ones that I read with my mom um when I was little I used to read a lot with her so I think we read the last Harry Potter book together Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows which was really fun it took a long time it was really uh, fun um, she introduced me to all of the John Green books, I think, because like, yeah, because in the very beginning, it was like she wanted to read them with me because I was a little bit younger. And so she wanted to like be there to censor any like adultish content. So then she like got me into the books when I was like a little bit younger. And then like I finished them on my own, but we read several of those together. And then we're still reading Little Women, kind of, because we started like two years ago when I was like in seventh grade and we sort of like fell off reading it, but maybe we should keep doing that. I don't know. It's a very long book, but yeah, that's all. Um, so I have not read a lot of books with the theme of motherhood because I think it's a very like contemporary theme. And I, as I said many a times on this podcast, I'm a fantasy like nerd. I love fantasy. It's my genre, but I've read a few. So like Taylor, my first thought was um, Mother Daughter Book Club because that's like my comfort read. Is just like if I need to get out of the slump or I just like need to read something just like fluffy and nice, I will always go towards Mother Daughter Book Club. Yeah, probably read it like six times. <laughs> um, so that's one, and then. Little Woman, which I need to reread because it's been years, but that has a very strong theme of motherhood with uh, Marmy and whatnot. I don't think I need to give a quick summary. I think most people know what it is. Um, And then the last one that I thought of is um, Far From the Tree, which um, if you follow us on Instagram has been promoted a lot. And it's about a teen mom who gives her daughter up for adoption, but she's adopted herself. So like her and her siblings who are all in different families are going to like find what happened to their mom. And it's got like very strong themes of motherhood and just like family. And it's a really good book. Um, and I also don't have a lot for reading with my mom because my mom loves like I think her, how we always describe it is she loves books with beaches on the cover. So like Ellen Hinderbrand, I think it's her name. Like that sort of book is her jam. It's not mine. Um, But like I've read a few with her. So we read the Llama Llama books when I was like a little kid. Like Llama Llama, Llama Llama, Red Pajama and like Llama Llama, Mad at Mama and whatnot, like in kindergarten. I dressed up as Mama um, Llama in red pajamas for like our book day. So 
that's it and like rainbow fish and just like those cute little um kids books cute oh my word that's adorable wow and i can't believe that you mentioned the ellen hilder brand person because i literally put one of her books on my list like i'm i'm the mom reading it so i don't know this is not really a book that young adult people would necessarily gravitate towards it is kind of like a mom book but i mean there's nothing wrong with that because I obviously liked the book, but it was called The Rumor, and it's about two moms who have, I think I've mentioned it before on this, but I don't know, who have, like, these, like, perfect families, and then there's all these rumors that are happening in their town about them. One of them's having, like, an affair, and then they have all these things happening with their kids, where their kids are getting in trouble, and then it's, and then it's, like, ruining the reputations of the moms, and it's just kind of, a good book. I mean, it's it's nothing special. I read it in the summertime during quarantine, so I was just kind of enjoying something simple, but if you're in the mood for something summery, that one was good, but I can't believe you mentioned that, Caroline, because I was like, oh, wait, I've got that on my list. <laughs> That's great. Okay, and then for other books that I wrote down that had themes about moms or just mom characters in it. I wrote down Little Women too. You guys have already mentioned that, so I'm not gonna talk too much about it, but it is a really good book. Love it. And it's the mom character is such a great character in that um, in that book. And then I also wrote down Little Fires Everywhere, Celeste Ng, Taylor. I'm so glad you said that because it's just the best book ever. I love Little Fires Everywhere. And it's like the, there's just so many, like the whole theme is so motherhood. Like it's the perfect one when I thought of this episode is the first thing that came into mind when we picked this topic. Cause it's just like all the characters, there's so many different, cause then there's the whole adoption story with the two moms battling over custody. Then you've got, you know, Mia and Elena, I think her name was, I'm forgetting, but <laughs> them battling over, over things. And it's just, a great book. And I also wrote down Everything I Never Told You by Celeste Ng, also, which is her other book. And this also, it doesn't, the motherhood theme isn't as prevalent as it is in Little Fires Everywhere, but it's still a big theme. And because it focuses on, I, I think I mentioned it like last week, I feel like I mentioned this recently, but it's a book where there, it's centered on a family and the main or their daughter who's like their favorite daughter and it's this whole thing where she's like the perfect favorite daughter she dies and so then they're like trying to grapple with that and figure out how it how it went down it's kind of a little bit of a mystery and it focuses a lot on the mom and how she kind of gave up her dreams I think she would wanted to be a chef no, I don't know. She, I, I don't think so. I, I think I'm, I'm making that up. I know that there was like a cookbook that like resembled, that was a big like motif or something in it. That's probably what I'm thinking of. A scientist. Thank you, Taylor. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yes. Yes. She wanted to be a scientist. And so, but then she kind of gave up her dreams to be a mom. And it's just kind of her 
relationship with that and how she has these dreams, but then she also has these kids now. And, and thank you. Yes, Taylor. Taylor mentioned in the chat. Thank you. That's what I was forgetting. She didn't want to be a cook. That's what I was getting wrong. The cookbook represented the role that she didn't want. It kind of represented her following in her mother's footsteps of just kind of being a mother and not following her dreams. And so she's kind of grappling with that idea of you know gender roles and all of that but it's just a good book and I, I really liked it and it kind of represented motherhood in kind of a different light which was nice and then a few others one YA that I wrote down that motherhood isn't a super big part of it but it is it is a theme and it is everything everything by Nicola Yoon and that's the one where I'm sure a lot of people on the podcast have read it but it's where a, it focuses on a teenage girl who has this disease where she can't go outside because she's like allergic to something in the air or something. And so she's just kind of quarantined in her house um, with her mom and just kind of not being able to go out. And it also has a romance, which is kind of the main part of the book, but it does focus a lot on her relationship with her mom since she lives with her mom. Um, and so I thought that was a nice one for YA readers. And I think that is everything that I wrote down for books with mom motherhood themes. But a few that I was thinking about that I read with my mom or that she kind of recommended, because she'll read and she'll recommend me books a lot. So one of them um, that she recommended was A Movable Feast by Ernest Hemingway. I've mentioned this on the podcast a few times too, but this is like, it's kind of like a biography by Ernest Hemingway of his time in Paris, um, hanging out with all of the great uh, writers of that time, F. Scott Fitzgerald, Gertrude Stein, a few others, but it is just such a good book. And my mom recommended it to me because she just liked the writing style and enjoyed it. And so we read it and talked about it and I enjoyed that. And she also, um, another book that I wrote down was Harry Potter because she recommended that I read Harry Potter when I was younger um, because it's just a classic good book. But I appreciate her, her recommending me that because Harry Potter is great. Um, I think that's everything that I wrote down for that. I'm trying to think because I know there are a lot of books that we've read together, but I was mainly just kind of getting ideas for books that she's recommended me and enjoyed herself. So that is the end of my list. But if we would like to have a really quick switch and go into some Star Wars books and just completely flip the table and do something different. Um, for those Star Wars fans listening uh, for May the 4th, we have some recommendations for books that inspired us when we thought of Star Wars that maybe if you liked Star Wars, you would also like these books. So we will give those recs now. Um, I'm a huge Star Wars nerd. I'm a lover of all things Star Wars. My water bottle is Star Wars themed. Um, but so I have like a few and not as much as you probably would expect since I'm like 
traditional fantasy nerd, less so like sci-fi. But um, I read the Rogue One like novelization, which is good. I recommend. I've also read Lost Stars, which is like a Star Wars sort of. So like Star Wars has done this thing where they like take like where they have authors sort of write books about the Star Wars universe as a whole, but not focusing on like the main story. So Lost Stars kind of follows like tradition, I mean the original um, trilogy, and it's about two characters who are on the Empire. And it kind of like deals, it kind of gives you a different perspective on the whole war um, that goes on during Star Wars. And then a couple like sci-fi novels that I've read that kind of remind me of Star Wars is um, Florian Legacies, which um, takes place on Earth, but it's very sci-fi themed with like aliens and whatnot, um, and like people having powers. And it's been a while since I've read it, so I, <laughs> like my summary isn't that great, but it's uh, people with powers and there's like, I wanna say 10 people who live on Earth, and like the bad guys are trying to kill them off one by one. And so they've already gotten three of them when the story starts. And then it's just like a huge story. I think there's like 10 books or something. <laughs> like it's a long series. And then my last one recommendation is called Zodiac, which I recently read and I need to finish because when I read, it, I didn't have the last book. Um, and it's um, like the, like the name suggests it's about like the zodiac signs so each planet is a different zodiac sign at least named for it and like the people there kind of coincide with like the traditional zodiac like personality types and whatnot so like the main character is from the planet cancer which is very ocean and very water and it's a water sign um and it's like similar to Star Wars it's very large intergalactic battles and whatnot and it's good so that's it that's all I have yay those all sound good I don't have that many either because I don't really read much science fiction type of stuff um I enjoy Star Wars they were good movies but I'm not like a crazy big fan so I don't really have too much but the ones that I wrote down, the first one was Renegades. And I don't know if this is science fiction. I don't know if it's more fantasy, um, but I read it recently and it follows people with like special powers who are these prodigies and they, um, they have a government that like takes care of the people they're like the superheroes of the world and then there's these people called the anarchists who are trying to take over um the government because they have their own way of doing things um and so it kind of reminded me of star wars because it's got like you know the the basic good versus evil two sides fighting um it's not on a planet or in the in the universe because I haven't really like read um many books that are like 
on different planets and, and, and closer to Star Wars, but I enjoyed it as a science fiction. Um, and I think that people who like Star Wars may also like that. Um, and let's see, I also wrote down A Wrinkle in Time because this one has, I guess you would consider it a fantasy science fiction type of book. And it is, if you have not read it before, it's just about a girl and I'm not even remembering what it's really about, but her dad is like taken away and she's trying to like find her dad. And it's this whole like dystopian, different magical realism type of world. And I don't know, it reminds me of Star Wars just because it's got just different, different kind of powers and fantasy and I don't even know what I'm saying anymore but it, I, I just enjoy wrinkling time so I wanted to plug that and then I actually think that's all of my books but yes I don't really read that much of that type of book so I couldn't think of too many but those are a few that I enjoy um okay so I actually did just go and find some yeah, uh, and there were actually a couple I saw that even though I haven't seen Star Wars, they sort of interested me. Um, and I have no idea if they're similar, but uh, this website says they are, so you know. Uh, the first one was called A Passage of Stars, which looked really interesting. It's by Kate Elliott. Um, and it's like this girl who's li like lives on a different planet, and so she's like supposed to like by social norms, supposed to just sort of like produce children and keep the line going and but then her um, mentor her like teacher is taken captive um I think by oh by an alien bounty hunter and then she goes off to uh rescue him and it uh sort of like does uh rebels against what she's supposed to do so that looks kind of cool um Another one was, okay, it's called Hyperion, um, and it won a Hugo Award, so it's probably pretty good, because it's a um, pretty good award, uh, and it was by Dan Simmons, and it's like, there's this, it's this other planet that's sort of like home to like an evil, these evil creatures, and there's sort of a war going on throughout the universe, and so like seven, these seven different people each go to this um, planet, with the monsters which is called Hyperion to sort of like discover the answer to um to the war and then it just goes from there so that looks kind of cool and then the last one um I've kind of heard a lot about this book recently because it's being made into a movie but it's called Dune I've never actually read it um I think it was written in like the 80s but yeah it's kind of getting a resurgence because of the um because of the movie but it's sort of this guy who um, sort of becomes the leader of a different planet um, and sort of a, uh, and he's like a noble person on whatever planet he's on, but he sort of like skips some levels above, you know, he's like a noble, but not really like that level of noble, but he ends up becoming the leader of an entire planet. So that was kind of cool. That was all. Nice, nice. That one sounds good. I remember Dune seeing that being made into a movie. Is that the one that was going to have like Zendaya and like Timothy Chalamet? Okay. Oh, I'll have to see that once that comes out. That's exciting. And maybe read the book too. That sounds cool. Okay. 
So I think that's everything, right? Am I forgetting anything that we have to discuss? No, okay, no, okay. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Um, we will end the episode off there, but thank you guys as always for joining in tab members. This was very fun. And then also thank you to all everyone listening for listening in this Sunday. We really appreciate your support with uh, this podcast and make sure to let us know your thoughts on this episode at our Instagram page or on our website, which will both be linked below as always. And make sure to check out events at Quail Ridge Books um, or to check out their catalog. If you enjoyed any of these books and want to read them, you can find them at Quail Ridge Books on their website or in person at their store in Raleigh. And I think that is it. We will see you guys or we'll talk to you guys next time on On the Shelf. Bye. For more Teen Advisory Board, On the Shelf, or anything and everything books, visit us at our Instagram and Twitter at QRBTeen. And for more books to add to your shelves, stop by Quail Ridge Books in Raleigh, or check out www.quailridgebooks.com.